0: You are now tuned into Sheep Nation with your host, Prophetess Fawn. Stay tuned for today's segment.
1: My hands. your thoughts stay on my mind, live in me. Your song flows through my lips, your work move through my head, your thoughts stay on my mind, live in me, and you
0: soul and all that is within me bless his holy and righteous name god bless each and every one of you under the sound of my voice i bless god for you i tell god thank you for each one of you i pray that this word ministers to you ministers life where there has been hopelessness ministers his peace his love ministers his presence in the name of jesus And I just thank God uh, right now for the opportunity to come before you today. Just uh, love on each one of you spiritually and just let you know that God is still on the throne. It doesn't matter what you may be having to walk through, what you're enduring right now. You have a heavenly father who is in the end already. Glory to God. So he knows the way that you take and your steps are divinely ordered by him. Glory to God. So I speak strength to each person under the sound of my voice. I speak the blessings of the Lord to you right now in Jesus name. So we always start off with a word of prayer. We thank God for his goodness, his grace and his mercy. Hallelujah. This is Prophetess Vaughn, the host of Sheep Nation. And let's go ahead and go before our Heavenly Father together as we prepare our hearts and our minds to hear what he would have to say to us. Father, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. First off, we're asking that you forgive us of our sins, Lord. Forgive us of every word, of every thought, of every action that we have done that was not like you. Forgive us of everything, Lord God, that would hinder uh, your plans and your purposes because of anything that we have said, done, thought, or felt, Lord God. We ask, Lord, that you create in us clean hearts and give us a, hallelujah, create in us clean hearts and, and renew within us a right spirit, Lord. Let us have clean hands and a pure heart, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We ask that you draw the reins of our mind, Father God. Draw the reins of our spirit. Draw the reins of our mind, Lord God. Bring us to the place where you would have us to be Position us, Lord God, to receive, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, your word, oh God. And we just tell you, thank you, Lord. We love you so much. We love on you. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge your presence, Lord God. We know that in your presence is everything that we need, Lord God, and not just our needs, Lord, you are our desire. You're who we want. You're, you're what? Hallelujah. Everything that, that we could ever ask for, Lord. You, Lord, just you. And God, we just tell you, thank you, Lord, just as Mary, Lord God, chose the better thing, Lord God. Though Martha was was uh, serving and, and doing what doing her part, Lord God, Mary chose the better thing. And that was to sit at the feet of Jesus and to, hallelujah, glean from him and to worship him and spend time in his presence. So, God, we just thank you that we are choosing to spend time in your presence. We are choosing your presence over everything and everybody. And God, we thank you, Lord God, for helping us to be students of your word, Lord God. That, a lot, that your word is being, is burrowing down in the very depths of our spirit and our soul. That Lord, we will pass this down to our children and our children's children and perpetuate a holy seed, O oh God, until the day that you come back. We love you, Lord. We honor you. We appreciate you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. It won't be long before you. Hallelujah. It's in my heart to just really testify and uh, give a um, spiritual marker As to what the Lord has been doing, hallelujah. And um, not just in my life, but presumably um, by the Spirit of God in all of your lives. Glory to God. Uh, First off, it is notably important to make mention that when Christ said, narrow is the way. Glory to God. Everybody is not called to walk the path of Christ. Everybody is not called to walk the way that he walked. Because it is a narrow pathway. And it's a reason why it's narrow. Because everybody, he has not configured everyone, hallelujah, to endure hardness as a good soldier the way that he did. Glory to God. So many are called. Everybody is, many have a calling. But few are chosen to walk down this path that is not a glorious one. The only one that's getting the glory out of our death walk and that death, not meaning uh, physical sometimes, you know, if you're, if you're, um, being tortured for Christ, many that are in third world countries that are being tortured uh, for having faith in Christ. There's some that are not enduring that physical torturing, but those that are uh, everybody, whether, whether you're, you're called, and you have been chosen those that have chosen to walk it is a death to self glory to god death to your will to death to what you want death to how you view life death to everything pertaining to you as a person the bible says the weak overcome by the blood of the lamb but by the word of our testimony we love not our our lives even until the end and that means that we have given soul permission to the spirit of the lord to do whatever he wants to do however he wants to do it. Glory to God. He is the sole dictatorship of the way the um, the way our lives are supposed to be panned out. So he's in control of the narrative. Glory to God. So what the Lord has been embedding in my spirit in these uh, past days, weeks, past months is. Honing in on his presence, and when we think about his presence, many of us are conditioned to believe it's a charismatic movement, a um, a thing of just uh, emotionalism and you know outward, outwardly um, action, and it's not that. His presence is his presence, and we are temples of the Holy Ghost, which is in us. Glory to God. He lives in us. So we have to acknowledge that as truth, that his presence is within us, that he lives and abides in us so long as we are keeping his word and practicing and doing his word. If we are not practicing and doing his word, his presence is in us. The Bible says in John 14 and 23, Jesus answered, if anyone really, this is the uh, amplified version. If anyone really loves me, he will keep my word, my teaching, and my father will love him. And we talking about Jesus and our heavenly father. We will come to him or her and make our dwelling place with him glory to God. That's John 14 and 23. And there's a couple of scriptures if you have something handy that you can meditate on regarding the abiding presence of God. So what I am led to share is becoming people of his presence, truly becoming people of his presence where we desire him. This is, the, this is a Level of maturation that requires selflessness, where we are not so focused on God, thank you for blessing me for the things that I need. Um, Thank you, Lord, that I have this. Thank you, Lord, that I have that. Thank you, Lord, that you're providing this, that you're opening doors, that you're doing, 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 doing. We are shifting from children with necessities or needs to now friends of God acknowledging the presence of God and our need for his presence. So God is desiring us to be people of his presence where he dwells on the inside of us. And when he dwells on the inside of us, we be, we are his temple. We are the place where he resides. We are the conduit between heaven and earth where he, where his where his throne is, and the physical place in the earth where he's able to come in and have his way in the earth, no matter what it is, whatever the assignment, whatever, um, whatever, us being temples of the presence of God gives him jurisdiction, no matter what region or principality or power has been ruling. Whenever we as his temples come on the scene, it disrupts everything that is evil. It disrupts everything that is dark. It it disrupts everything pertaining to the gates of hell. And it overturns it and sets up the kingdom of God. This is why it don't matter whether you're in the four walls or not. When you are a temple of God, you are a temple not made with man's hands. This gives him soul glory and soul authority to do as he pleases, how he pleases, when he wants to, because we are his temple. And that is the truth because that is the word of God. So my first scripture, in him I live, move, and have my being. It's in him. It's in Christ. We are no longer uh we we didn't not have control or authority over ourselves once we accepted Christ and we say, "Yes, Lord, you know here I am, we surrendered to him, we gave him full authority as king as Lord over our lives to have his way, so it's no longer. Us that's supposed to live and that's why it's a daily dying, a daily taking up the cross and dying to our flesh, our carnal thinking, our carnal way of doing things according to the word to the world. It's no longer we because he came when he came, he was about his father's business and he only did what what he saw his father do. So it's it's not us. It's him. Psalm 22 and 3 says God inhabits the praises of his people, why do we praise? why do we worship? because this he lives in our praise, he lives in in our worship. this is the place of adoration where he he desires to be adored, and this ushers in the presence of God time and time again in the Old Testament when the children of Israel went out to battle um, enemies. They sent out the minstrels first. They sent out those that were skilled on the harp and the string first before the platoon or before the, the soldiers. Because th- there was something about um, sending worship forth and sending uh, praise forth that allows his presence to come in and it guaranteed victory every single time. This is the setup in traditional churches before the word goes forth. The word to do its work within the hearers. There's the praise and worship team that goes up. They, they go forth and they sing and they worship to uh, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to minister and break up the fallow ground in the hearts of men so that when the word goes forth, it's fallen on the good grounds of our heart. So now that God is shifting us to a place back And I've I've said it uh, time and time again, since the pandemic hit, there's been a shift where he's been focusing more on home Bible studies, home worship, home, um, just seeking him at home. You are his temple. So it is important to engage in that worship because he's desiring to be 100% in control of your mortal body. Glory to God. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done. So becoming people of his presence, we shift from hoping and wishing that this will happen and hoping and wishing that, oh, I hope if he, you know, if I ask him, maybe he'll do it. You know, God will give you the desires of your heart when you're in alignment with him when he's first seek ye first the kingdom of god i i was when i was younger i used to wonder what did that mean what is the kingdom of god what he is the kingdom him everything pertaining to him seek him in all of his righteousness and everything else will be added we don't have to worry about what we need and what we you know when we focus on him his presence is the answer to all that we need And he will, the minute that we ask him, it don't matter what, we can ask him whatever because our hearts are so in sync and in alignment with him that it's changed us to a place where we ask the acceptable things and not things that are amiss. Come on, y'all. And so what he was showing me is who is becoming more and more evident in our hunger and our desire is Christ, the hope of glory, Jesus himself, our chief intercessor, our only high priest, the shepherd of our soul. He is leading us and guiding our spirit and our soul into all truth, into all that is true and that is in alignment with his word, helping our understanding that his presence and the presence of our heavenly father is all that we need. We are not to love the world. The Bible says to come out from among them, not to to adopt the ways of the world and how the world handles things. His presence is the answer to everything. He is in control. He controls the hearts of men. He, He changes infrastructures, policies, rules, amendments. God is in control. Glory to God. Desiring his presence, desiring him above all things, causes our soul to be abundantly satisfied. When our minds are perpetually stayed on the Lord, he gives us peace. Only time that our minds are bogged down with the cares of this life is when we're not thinking about him. We think that we're thinking about him because we're constantly like, Lord, Lord this, Lord that, Lord help me, Lord this, Lord that. No, shift from the needy part to Lord, I adore you. Lord, I worship you. You're all that I want. You're, you're who I love. You're everything that I need, Lord. I just love you, Lord. I want to be where you are. Hallelujah. I love you so much. When you shift from need-based wants from God to desiring him, you are going to see a drastic change. And I'm seeing that shifting out of a spiritual survival mode. Many of us have been in this these past couple of years. And this has been a part of the maturation process. The more that we have been under assault by the enemy, the more it's driven us to a place of isolation. Not just a place of isolation, but a separating in the spirit from the the sheep from the goat where we are driving. driving, It's been driving us to our knees into a deeper place of, of intimacy with the Lord. The enemy always thinks when the Lord allows these things to happen, that it will cause us to backslide and go back to the world and go back to business as usual. No, those that the Lord has purposed in our hearts to seek him and to serve him, it only drives us closer to him each and every time. And you would think that he would give us peace. He would give us time and space. No, God doesn't keep him in the loop on what his plans are and how he uses him as a part of his plan for our life. So he lets him be ignorant, but thank God for a God that is in control, hallelujah. He's in control and he gives us peace. And when our minds are stayed on him, not on, on our cares or not on Lord, I thank you for doing this, doing that, but just him. He gives us peace in the middle of what seems to be chaotic. The Lord is giving our soul's enemy It's our soul's enemy, his desire to make us so bogged down with the cares of life that we lose spiritual bearing, that will throw everything else in disarray. He wants perpetual chaos and perpetual um, disunity, perpetual um, disorder and confusion. And our way out of that is focusing our affection on the Lord, loving him just acknowledging him, our eyes being strictly on him. That is the way. Glory to God. Somebody needs to write that down. That is the way. However, if we take the time, just what I said, if we, if we take the time to refocus our attention on the Lord, our whole reason for living, it downplays every potential threat. So what was heightened, whatever, and and. Most of it you know the thing that you've been facing, the the things that you've been having to walk through, and it seems like it's bigger than God. And because maybe you have not been praying, have not been fasting, have not been in your word like you should, and it seems like that roaring lion is bigger than our lion of Judah. But the devil is a lie. Refocus your attention on the Lord. When we worship, one of the most holy acts of adoration. To the Lord, we are honorably inviting him in at the time of worship. So it is a transaction that takes place. when It it, it interrupts. So if you're in the middle of a heated battle, shifting your focus off of what's happening to in that moment, worshiping the Lord, it is a transaction. It is an exchange of power from you feeling like you have to control the narrative of what's about to happen in the heat of that battle, giving it to the Lord and acknowledging him as King of Kings, Lord of Lord, all powerful, all knowing everywhere at the same time. It gives him that authority to act on whatever's happening and his presence disrupts the atmosphere. It shifts everything and it creates time and space for you and causes the enemy to back up off of you no matter what it is just imagine if you do that every every day all day every single time you are encountered with evil if you if you choose not to immediately okay how don't how am i gonna no god i love you you're my you know how important you are to me i love you so much you are the air that i breathe i love you lord It is focusing yourself on his power, his authority, him being uh, the one that is living in you and not you yourself. And then he has to act. And when he takes care of it, this causes you to be blameless in all things. If you feel like you have to be control of the narrative and be the answer to whatever's happening, this causes you to, no matter whatever you do, you're going to be the one that's responsible. And if you're the one to blame, you're going to be the one responsible. When if you walk in the spirit, and this is a part of walking in the spirit, acknowledging the Lord in all things, it gives him permission and a right to act. Glory to God. In all things, if we worship, we invite his presence in, causing whatever is not right to be right. So I encourage you today to take time to invite his very tangible presence in wherever you are and call yourself the temple of the Lord. Keep his word. Let Jesus' words barrel down into the very core of your being. Because when we keep his word, he makes his perpetual abode with us. Not just him, but our Heavenly Father. They live in us when, when his word is in us. Glory to God. Allow yourself to be a temple of nonstop worship and adoration to the Father. That's all I have for y'all. I hope that this uh, piece of wisdom and revelatory knowledge by the Spirit of God has blessed you, armored you, and helped you for your next move of God. I send forth the blessings of God. I send forth the, the, the holy wall of fire, making you an impenetrable force. In the name of Jesus, let the holy fire of God quench every fiery dart of the enemy. I declare that you have on the whole armor of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Thank you, Lord, that we hunger and we thirst for you. We hunger and we thirst for your word. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Follow Vian Ravon Ministries by subscribing to Sheep Nation on your favorite podcast platform, Vian Ravon Ministries YouTube channel, and Vian Ravon Facebook ministry page. God bless you.